0: Hello everybody <laughs> March 9th, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Isaac I show. Well, what's up, everybody? It's another show of the Isaac I show. We have a special guest in the building. I didn't even get. I didn't even get to like promote it because it was like we we. First of all, hold on. Let me stop the show. I had first told you we, before we discussed this that it was supposed to be uh, on Monday. Yeah. And then I show you the message. You're like hey, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm like tomorrow. I had because I had ordered lights because I wanted to record the show and I ordered lights and I, had, I was going to get my uh, my uh, video guy because I, I wanted to do some I uh, wanted to record a little bit. Well, just do that then, huh? We can just do it another day. Well, no, because you said today, so I'm thinking like huh? it's already too late now. And I had I canceled the order. I go, you know what? Just whatever, dude. All right, but anyway, uh, it's a big it's it's a big show for me because it makes everything come full circle because I started off uh, doing the Red Light District show and. We have Tim, the the creator, the brainchild, the host of the Isaac or the Isaac. Well, true, yeah, true, technically it would be the Isaac Guy show, but the Red Light District show now. No Cover TV, and I am a big problem. Welcome, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, thank
1: you for inviting Tim, me. Big it's, Tim. Uh, it's fun. I'm yeah. excited. it's it, different being on the other side, it, right? And I figured
0: it would. I think it would be it would be interesting for you to be on this side now of uh, you know because you spend years and years on this side, oh, okay. and now it's now you get just kind of like chill and. You don't have to think You don't listen Why aren't you not doing What I'm telling you to do Like
1: ugh. This is exactly why I probably thought it was Monday Is because I have <laughs> You know it, I'm, I'm putting together That theater show
0: Yeah A lot I'm, You've been doing a lot of shows
1: I'm constantly In I'm communication With all these people And You know Sometimes The brain Doesn't work
0: Oh uh, yeah But I mean I appreciate you coming on the show And then, so for, I, I like it because It comes full circle Like I came And it's funny how we started Because I did the Craigslist. Mm-hmm. but you were not looking for people at the time when I, when I did the ad when I when did the ad you already had already established who you had and I just left a message and you're like who's this guy you remember
1: yeah I remember I, call, I, call, I called you and then you didn't I left a message and I it said uh, it's not Bill Collector give me a call back <laughs> yeah I do remember
0: <laughs> and you were, you were it was and it's funny how like to just to see the process of your work too from, from the garage to Buzz to now your studio and then just doing shows. It's,
1: it, to do all that, it had a price, you know.
0: But even before that, weren't so so people that don't know you, how did you start? Or okay, let's go back to the very beginning, because I don't even know. How did you end up wanting to do radio? Um.
1: All right. So I ended up. I had a child in 2005, uh, and I couldn't be in the military anymore. No I always wanted to be a wrestler. Let's just start there. Okay. I wanted to be a WWE superstar. And um, my dad, a lot of what you see on the radio is true. He's very not supportive. Yeah. He tells me, um, you're, you're either going to join the Olympics or join the military, or I'm going to disown you. Well, what the fuck? Why are you telling me that? Yeah. like I'm a kid. And um, so I joined the military. And in 2005, I had a kid and i had to leave um but i was still on short D, so,
0: yeah
1: uh, i ended up doing 12 years in the i forgot about that yeah and then i was like i just want to be an entertainer like i wanted to be a wrestler i want to talk trash
0: yeah
1: and i was fat so i couldn't and non-athletic so i couldn't be a wrestler and i was older at that time and i was just nervous you know um It was stupid. I should have still won for my dreams. Yeah. But um, I thought in my head, oh, you're older. It was like 27. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to allow that anymore. I'm not going to allow no more excuses. Um, And I was listening a lot to Bubble the Love Sponge. Yeah. And my my whole life, I was listening to Mark and Brian, Howard Stern, a lot of these talk show radios. And uh, Bubble the Love Sponge inspired me, man.
0: So that's what made you just jump into wanting to do radio. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Even, I didn't know that you wanted to be a wrestler. What? I don't think I remember that. No. No. I don't. I, I, I
1: used to do backyard wrestling. Shawn Andrews.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, now it's coming back to me because I remember. <laughs> I remember when I used to. I, I did stupid stuff. I got suspended from school because in junior high because uh, in RD, at R D V because all of us were fake wrestling uh-huh. and they had bought aluminum cans, uh, steel trash cans. Oh shoot. And so we went to school, and we were just in the quad, and then we just started freaking body-slamming each other on the trash cans, throwing trash cans. And the reason why we got caught What's is— we, Of course. <laughs> what? what do you expect? But I didn't, we didn't think anybody was at the school. We did it, like, on a Saturday or something. Oh, you did? Yeah, we weren't—there was nobody there. But what happened was is that at RDV, have uh, they have the baseball fields in the back, and there was a baseball tournament going on. And I guess all the superintendents were over there. And they had saw that we were fucking up these trash cans, so they all book it. And my friends like, oh, shit. And we were like, what? So we just scattered. We crossed through roads, jumping through traffic and stuff. We ended up getting caught. How did you get caught? Because they jumped back in the car, and I said, we need to go to the nearest people's house, which was my friend uh, Saul's house. That was on Corsicana. That's like about a get block off the away. street. Yeah, get off the street. Let's get into the house. Everyone wanted to go to their own house. I'm like, we're going to get caught. That's no way. And then my, my house is way too far away, so I was like, shit, what do I do? Plus, I knew the pr- people that I was with. If any one of us got caught, they would have named everybody
1: else.
0: Yeah, those snitch. Those I would have. And you know what? You know what's, you know what's one more fucked up? I'm the one. I'm the one that got the worst time. Like everyone got like a day. I got two for whatever reason. Because I think that was like m- fucking most Mexican one out of all of them. But anyway. But yeah. So okay. So you were listening to uh, Bubble the Love Sponge, and so then after that, when you started listening to it, so when did you put the effect in motion? Like, cause I can know. I know when I had my idea for doing. And I still have notes. It's funny because it was like it was supposed to be like Ice something. I didn't even know the Isaac Ice show. It was in the, it was something. And I started writing notes like, this is what I want to do in the future, do like some kind of radio show or then I had the idea of doing like a radio internet like site like almost like a like what MySpace kind of was trying to do or something like that. But when did you come to like start working on it? like was like?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, it was 2006. We had a the Tim Amoroso show. Okay. And that was it was basically me, uh, Nick, you remember Nick? Yeah. Um, they call him the Godfather. Um, and, uh, and my friend Christian. And, we're, we're, all we were doing the is, the one that check,
0: was checking off his butt?
1: No, that's Luke. Oh, okay. Luke. Uh, Christian is a beatboxer. Oh yeah, he came
0: into the show one yeah. time, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so we were just, we would go to parties, and like, just film little clips of us being stupid. Right. And, um, we would talk about things or we would eat and then throw up into the pan and eat it again Ugh. you can look it on, on uh, MySpace Tim Amoroso it's still there oh wow Um. so it was like so
0: that was turning part of the time where like jackass and all that stuff was happening
1: um, yeah it was yeah right around that time oh. and that was a big uh, influence as well
0: I, well, I, well I could tell like it was like when you said I'm like that's very jackass
1: well, I mean, and then you see the evolution of what we end up becoming.
0: Yeah. So like I didn't know today. none of that. Um,
1: so then after that, we, in 2009, 2008, we started working on um, KSSR. Just me and Nick. Um, the God, they call him the godfather. And KSSR was 89.7 KSSR. It was a, um, a, a radio. Uh, we what do you even call that pirate uh, radio, pirate radio. Yeah. yeah pirate radio we freaking bought all everything off ebay we put up the antenna like in <laughs> it was on the beach on silver strand mm-hmm. on melrose and the night that we finally went on air it was cloudy or foggy and we're putting it up and you see lightning in the background like frankenstein like, like frankenstein yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were lucky we didn't die <laughs> Um, and eighty nine point seven. It
0: was how awful. long was that run for?
1: So me and Nick, it's a funny thing.
0: Didn't you uh, have Daniel on there too, right?
1: Non sorry oh. mm, Maybe once.
0: But wasn't he the reason supposedly that you guys got kicked off of that? Oh yeah. According to the VC reporter.
1: Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um. So, I, I was just reaching into my, my friends and say, hey, come on, look at what we got. Um, so, I was doing, I was with Nick for a while, and there was like frustration between me and Nick, but it was mostly because of his girlfriend.
0: Mm.
1: Like, she really wasn't, she wanted so much attention, and he needed to give it to her, and it looked like I, Red Light District Show was getting over in the community. And uh, What? K,
0: so, Red Light District show was a was a formulation of KSSR in the in that show. Was it like a different? So, like that channel had different shows, mm-hmm. and you were in charge of the Red Light District show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's stop there. Where did you come up with the Red Light District show? Like, what was it? Because you went overseas and you went there, yeah, and you saw it, and you were like, "This will be cool," or well, what? Because
1: when you when you're overseas, Red Light District is the area you're not supposed to go to if you're in the military. Um. People do, you know, because so much shady shit happens there. Yeah. You can go get a hooker and get knifed in the neck. Um, so (laughs) we were thinking about as cool as AIDS. That was another one. (laughs) Um, then we had, um, as cool as AIDS, um, uh,
0: was it for like shock value?
1: Shock, all shock value. Yeah. Oh, all apologies. That was another one we are going to do. And <clears throat> we just settled on a Red Light District show because what we're doing is also forbidden. You right. get, seem, at that time, you think about it. You had um, the number one song in the world was Justin Bieber, Katy Perry. Uh, and I was just, I, I grew up in the 90s. Right. I loved all kinds of music. And this is the first time I felt like disappointed in music.
0: Yeah, there was a transition that during that time where everything just was like, what
1: the fuck is this? Right. Very poppy.
0: Poppy, then you had like dubstep and all this other whack stuff started happening and then trap music and... I mean, some of that stuff is cool, but like, it was just like, what is this?
1: And then, so we were doing that for a while and then me and Nick sort of started... Butting heads? Yeah, I guess I... Not like to the nth degree. Right. But we were butting heads and... Um, I think it was more he had pressure from his girlfriend yeah and so he, he told me to leave and I left and I was pissed you know I helped so much and that was the first lesson the first time I learned a lesson like when you're fighting with somebody it's okay for you to lose yeah no. you know yeah no. because I I put money into it yeah and I was getting kicked out and I just said, you know, fuck it. I love you. Have a good time. And then like within a month I was started I got in this new community. Wrote, like um, 4chan peoples.
0: Okay, you were using 4chan as an album? No.
1: Just people from 4chan. Oh okay. Um they they thought I was funny and we created a show called We Were Just Messing Around. And that was that happened in, like two thousand eleven. to <laughs> look into something you're well, like this we were just messing around like paul and so it was my friend paul maybe it was like 2010
0: well well was this podcast or was this videos again podcasts okay so it so we went
1: from radio to podcast
0: uh-huh. and what made you just go to, did the people in the community are like hey the podcasting because podcasting was still very 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 new and fresh now everyone does it mm-hmm. now everyone every you know Tom dick and jane can do it i just wanted to prove them wrong that you can I be successful
1: Nick wrong
0: so you decided to
1: I said I'm going to fuck everybody in my life I mean my dad everybody They always it's always like you ain't shit right and I have to prove people wrong right and so at that moment I was like alright fuck you I'm going to prove you wrong you don't want me around I'm going to prove you wrong Mm. and um, so that kicked off uh, like June and then August um we already started doing weekly episodes and Daniel was in Daniel which was a member of the Red Light district Show at the time. Um he was in that on that and he was drinking a lot then, so he would just say weird shit and tell them the vortex and um and then I wanted to go too hard.
0: Like zero foot yeah.
1: Those people. So yeah. I wanted to film I wanted to record twice a week. Yeah. I wanted more and more and more and uh they just weren't willing to give the time Uh, one person just had a kid the other person was about to get married um and but we were still doing it and i get and i was on base and my car died and nick was there and uh he was the only person i knew that was on base oh shit so i was like fuck all right gonna have to call him no so i called him and said can you get a jump and he was like yeah be right there And uh, I gave him the CD. Oh, you you record it? Yeah. And he was like, I'll listen to it. And I go, I'm sorry about everything. I love you. And he says, I know. We're we're always be brothers. So we gave each other a hug. And um, he listened to it. And he said, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. He goes, you got to come back to KSSR. So we came back for another year.
0: And then that, is that when the Daniel thing happened and then the, Um, the FCC and all that stuff?
1: So we go, so we were at Silverstrand for a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and a guy named John Schwimmer, Shimer, whatever. I don't know his name. Right. He was like, you know what? He he had a show on, get a every Mondays and he would just spin records. Um, And he was like, you know what? We can have, um, I... He wanted to move it because he was afraid that we were gonna get caught by FCC. And uh, I, my aunt was the mayor of Port Wanimi at the time. Your aunt was the mayor of Port Wanimi? So we were getting, she was getting, saying, like she was telling me things and she was sort of like moving things around. Yeah. So she was taking care of us. Yeah. And then I also uh, Silver Strand is not part of Port Wanimi or the it's its own district like right. Washington D.C. Yeah. type thing. It's weird. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I also knew the people who were in charge of the district. So they were just shielding me. But it came a time where they couldn't do it no more. Yeah. And are like, we got to go. So we went and we went to John Schwimmer's house. And me and Nick, for two days, go up there, put everything up, put it all together. Um, and we finally, you know, start recording.
0: When did the FCC come into play? <clears throat>
1: So the last recording I did there So ridiculous Like I had Daniel there So it was just me, and Daniel And Six Pack of Doom Which at that time was cessation of life um, So we're there We're doing stuff And then Schwimmer comes in So it's racking lines behind me And I'm like what the fuck This is so weird He doesn't really say hi And there's like five or six people come in all racking lines, the fuck? and I'm like, "Oh, all right, I'm in the wrong place right now." You know, uh, I was young. Yeah. You know? I didn't. I, I thought automatically if you do coke, you're dumb or you're bad. Right. or you know, you're a bad guy. Um, <clears throat> so, in the middle of that happening, there was a something being thrown around that, uh, like, it was a news article or something. About women not
0: pledging the man, their the man, husband. yeah,
1: yeah, I remember that. And my brother, yeah, no, he's a, <laughs> Dan the man, dude, Dan the man. <laughs> if a uh, if a uh, if a girl doesn't, uh, oh, if my wife doesn't put it out, I'm gonna take it out. <laughs> like, oh, all right, you know, because he's such a weird character, you right, know what I mean? Right. And so he does that, and he says that, and all the little. People out there started telling people, Oh, this guy's gonna rape someone. Yeah, and imagine he if he did back. that now
0: with the whole Me Too movement.
1: Uh, oh. oh my god,
0: we'll take know. we'll talk about that later. I want to talk I'm, about I mean, there's a lot of things to, to, to talk about after that, but
1: but with him, that shit was just stupid. Like, who gives a shit? it was it's a comedy show, it's made out of just right. So, the wife hears John mm-hmm. Schwimmer's wife and says, I don't want them here, they're sexist and we can't trust them. <laughs>
0: But he's, yeah, he's racking lies right behind you, though.
1: Right, right. I'm like, <laughs> what's worse, like a joke or a racking lie? Like, to me, it was weird. Right. <clears throat> um, so that was probably 2011, and I was like, all right, motherfuckers, I am going to prove you fucking wrong. Again. Let's fucking do this, then. <clears throat> so I, uh, that's when I started assembling our team. Yeah. Um. We started, you know, 2011. And that was Spreaker. Spreaker. We did took the Red Light District show to Spreaker, and um, I was just mad. I was fucking mad. I was just always mad. Yeah. Like, you Because you
0: had this chip on your shoulder. You had this. Plus, now it makes sense because I didn't know this whole history of, of constant, like, trying and then people telling you you're not going to do it, then doing it, and then getting rejected out, getting receptive back in, getting rejected back out again for the second time. Doing the show, yeah, with all the stuff that, and then the investment of money, the investment of the equipment, the investment of putting up and down the thing, people shielding you. I didn't see. I didn't even I had no and idea.
1: Even in the middle of KSSR, they were trying to stop us, so we would be like our set time was three o'clock Saturday. Then they would lock the gate, or
0: they would just lock you out.
1: Yeah, and then I would say, oh. I'd call, 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 call. Nothing. Monday morning. Oh, we'll leave a key for you next time. Then the power wasn't on. I call, 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 call. Oh, they fix it Monday. You, so it was constantly right. Like I'd be driving out there, driving back. I was constantly fighting these people. Do you think just be, to do it? Because
0: why do you think? The, I think. Do you think because you were just that talented, and they just just like they didn't want you to be better than them, or they just didn't like where you were going with the show, or
1: I just think we're. My idea of radio is probably different from what they thought they wanted to. Or um, there's always could be jealousy. You yeah, know, that's always something you can. Uh, but I knew, like when I was on, I'm gonna make people laugh. Yeah, like I am call my mom and and ask her like, who do you think has a bigger dick, Brett Favre or Bear Grylls? <laughs> like. And she was Timmy. Why would you say that, I said, Mom? Just hurry up, pick. And it, like people were, were engaged, and people engaged that. Yeah. And we had a studio line. They're like, oh, we'll give you a T-shirt if you're a caller five. And then I'll take off my white T-shirt and I'll draw a middle finger on it, and I'll put it inside the Star Free Press newspaper. And come pick it up. And I would say, yeah, it costs fifty cents. You have to put it in there, and so they're, they're paying fifty cents for a t- <laughs> sure, shirt that has a my t- 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 freaking underarm stains on it. <laughs>
0: I wonder if we could find that. Who has it? It was
1: a black guy, like a, a younger black kid, <laughs> like with curly hair.
0: Oh, that's funny. So then, okay, so then we're, now we're into uh, Spreaker. Um, how long were you doing the show before I got on board?
1: So we started in February.
0: Yeah, because that was the anniversary date. That's the anniversary month mm-hmm. of uh, uh, Bright Light District.
1: So uh, in January, I I found out about, and then in February – I ended up just one whole check. I spent it all on
0: equipment. He had a bunch. Of, he had a bunch of stuff. He had, well, he had a bunch of stuff, and then plus like stuff that either broke or stopped working because he had like a like vast amount of mics, a bunch of bunch of uh, See, well, we have yeah, a bunch of table, <laughs> a bunch of tables and chairs. Some of them were half broken. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, well, we I would go online, yeah, and I would go on Craigslist and I would go on eBay and just get things cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just to to get the foot started. Yeah, the whole ten thousand hours thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what was in my head the whole time.
0: And, and which is funny because it brings me back to my part where when I I was uh, I was like, okay, where do I start? Right? I don't know how or what, but I was on Craigslist and I was just looking, and I go into. Uh, to classifieds or something, and I see this thing for a radio show, and you always post it, and like you had a really good way of posting stuff that would just catch your attention. I was like, "What?" And I go, "Local, you know, show da da, da needs da, da da." And I look at him, I go, "Call this number," and I called it, and I was like, "All right, cool." And I even told you this. I've told you this long ago. That my whole intention was jump on, see how you create a show, see what the ins and out of it wasn't even planning long term for it. It would just be like maybe a couple weeks to see what the equipment I need. what like you know, pick this brain. And then do my thing. Came in, the energy was there. It was just like, it just felt right. It was just like, dude, off the bat. And then it was the humor
1: was where it was down my alley. I was like, okay, I could, I could fuck with this. It was a. That whole. The only way I knew, like, I just knew I needed an audience. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that humor was there, because that is attention grabbing. Yeah. And I refused to to do a show that no one's gonna listen to yeah and so that's why i was just like ah! you know, it was it very was angry it was
0: and it, it's been because now the evolution now now if you fast forward what like seven years or so
1: from i mean we've been alive we've been alive and doing it for 10 um so from that it was like 2011 when you were there yeah and 2011 2012
0: it was it was that yeah, yeah 11. Yeah.
1: And then 12 was
0: the... When I left. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because it was only a short time. You think about it because it feels like I was there for a long time. It feels like forever, right? It felt like a long time because there was... But thing you have to think... You know why I I think it felt a long time? Because there was so much stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. It was from The Garage to Buzz Studios' first ever Ventura County Music Awards. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole thing with crystal, the whole thing with the like Brian and Chris or uh Daniel and Phil just all kinds of different things happened then you had the misfits you had bone thugs you had all the the bone never, never, never shot never Revolution. <clears throat> uh, Marley, Marley all the glory you had all these things happening it was just com- like compacted like condensed in that time frame it
1: was so it was like every time we woke up something good was happening for us mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah um so I, that was just a key, man. We just kept on posting on Craigslist, and then we before I, this is before you got there. There's a girl named Alice Coco, right? I think you didn't start with us till spring.
0: Who was remember? Wait, before you even go the remember what happened to that uh, Latvia girl?
1: That was her, Alice Coco. Okay, I remember her. Well, you, you were there. Yeah, for she her. had big old bitty,
0: bitties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So around there, like we just kept in She ended up bringing a girl. Maybe, like, maybe you were there, maybe you weren't.
0: Show, 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 be. That one? No, no, no.
1: Uh, Ebony <laughs> Ann Blaze? Oh, I don't remember her. So she brought Ebony Ann Blaze, and that gave us another avenue. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Maybe we should bring musicians.
0: And that's how that started.
1: That's how that started. Yeah. And it, it, Ebony and Blaze, she just basically was all a cappella. And then. You know, then we brought you on, and the comedy, just just us being people in, in our dynamics, mm-hmm. you know. My dad, an older man, you wouldn't think an older man would fit into that.
0: He fits, like, I told you, he's the funniest thing, the funniest segment. <clears throat> the world's greatest segment, is what you call it. It's great.
1: Um, did we even start doing segments around that time?
0: We... What did you? I'm trying to remember when I first came in. What was the whole like layout? Because it just felt to me when I I I don't remember. I just felt remember like you know you had you had how was your week? You would ask everybody about everybody like how was your week? Oh yeah man, that's cool. All right, what was your week? You know you would even you know that, and then when you started getting the cast put together, like even before Crystal, you had Shelby. Shelby was just dumb. Shelby was just dumb, and it was funny. I wasn't gonna, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna do the drop, but I was like, I, I, I won't do that. Um, I wasn't recorded the drop, and it was like, shush, shush, Shelby, wow. Well. <laughs> Every time someone did something stupid, like shush, shush, Shelby, and it was like she was just dumb, dude. And then she got pregnant, and she left. Yeah,
1: but she was pregnant the whole time. She was pregnant the whole time. Yeah, I did not know that. She was pregnant the whole time, and and, and it just that's how the evolution of the red light started. Yeah, it was just, I mean, pretty much the first few shows we're all doing is just. Us talking shit in a garage, and then the first segment ever was the world's greatest segment. Yeah, where my dad wanted to talk about ivory and elephants. Remember that? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> he was, I'm dead serious. Listen up, here. so <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> we just kept on doing drops, yeah. and then like, all right, that's a segment. And then uh, Crystal—that's when she came. And then it was.
0: Then you had the other one too. It was her. I still and I am friends, I'm, friends with, I'm still friends with her on Bama. Uh, Bama. Bama, exactly. And I, was, I even said that on the air. I was trying to figure out. I'm like, I even told Chris I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck you one of these things. <laughs> I told her right that and she's all Ooh, like Bama? No, no no I think I was talking I was I forgot what I said it to. I said, I'm gonna fuck one of these two girls.
1: <laughs> it was
0: on the show and I was and they were like, whatever and it ended up being crystal, and then that was like one of the worst mistakes I've ever made.
1: It was alright, that whole
0: It was funny. It was fun.
1: So around that time, um we, we were still in the garage um, It was This was probably The summer of 2011 It says about right yeah And then You know there's Crystal There's Bama And then it ended up Just like shaking out You know It it was You know the cast At that time was That It stayed that cast For a long time
0: Alright hey, You had Cause we had Aaron Come in and out mm-hmm. You had uh, Who else It was
1: That was Dad? your buddy right da- Aaron
0: Huh Donahue. Thank you. Yeah. I I'm uh, yeah, I mean, how do I even met, Oh, I met him because I was dating Natalie and they were like, apartment buddies or something like that. And he like uh,
1: he just started posting pictures on Instagram. I saw that. 90s like, 90s only, night. He's like super feminine, dude. He's married, but I mean, super feminine.
0: He has like a little he has a little piercing right here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> guy's weird, dude. He's like, "Do you see the depth in me?" Or do you need to Look, look harder. <laughs> <You> gotta, look.
0: <laughs> gotta look harder. Uh,
1: no, I need to look way harder. Yeah, and
0: then we brought and then we brought in the photographer guy who the dude the naked nudes. Oh yeah, and the, that
1: was Richard Razzler. Yeah,
0: we did that guy. He's still he's still he's still around. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, and, and that's when he took the horrible photos of me. Where I was just most I was like these are horrible pictures of me back then. I was like bloated and had <laughs> an ugly handlebar mustache and it was god awful.
1: It was just you at the time. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like. It, it, it was the angles bad angles yeah no, i'm sure
0: <laughs> Whatever, but um but Your that angle w-
1: looks like i have a handlebar mustache.
0: <laughs> why do i have three chins right now um but when they all settled down i <clears throat> mean because that was the foundation of the cast right there
1: it was brian you um crystal phil daniel
0: and that's dean. it and well dean came Dean up, came in just like August. half yeah he came in like, and then he was put, and then you gave him the uh, um, opportunity to run the the lions in, which was actually I thought it was cool. The lions Den was an interesting yeah, picture. Yeah, that
1: was the other segment we did. The oh. Lions Den. Mm-hmm. What was? That? Remember what
0: that was? The lions Den? Yeah. the battle. Yeah. yeah, where people call in and he's uh, like uh, two hip hop guys. two hip hop guys. And I remember what was that one guy? Oh, the the big homie, the big homie one. I'm like it was that our big homie and the, the some guy. He got some crazy cats on that show. I was scared one day. Like if you don't if you don't put these guys over, they're gonna come over here and fucking. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, do shit.
1: It, and I was just not looking for shit, like trouble. Yeah. Uh, but at that, after, that's why we stopped it, because I wasn't looking for trouble. But up until then, good God, we were looking for trouble. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were talking a lot of shit.
0: All kinds of shit. We called that, we called that, we... I mean, we had to get your back, but you called out a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you kept on calling out KSSR for the longest time. You could like fuck you guys and da da da. <laughs> you kept on calling him out, dude. You were just like pointing. You just you painted a bullseye on you. Is what oh, you I did? I did.
1: because well, I wanted attention. Yeah. Well, no, you're not worked. gonna fucking ignore me. <laughs> I have something to say. I'm gonna fucking do it. I have a mission. I'm gonna accomplish it.
0: Oh, uh, uh, we're gonna uh, want uh, to
1: act like I didn't fucking exist. I'm not the one to put that shit together. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Well... Um, I'm the only one standing, too.
0: How did it feel to... Okay, so real quickly, because I want to I wanna move into other stuff. I know we have, like, this is the whole history lesson of, of okay. your of your life. But to get into Buzz, to actually get the rewards, and now doing all this other stuff. So...
1: Let me just speed track it. Through. Yeah. Okay. So then we we were... Remember, we went to Venice early in the morning. So we... we well, that's when
0: you told me. I didn't know that. That was Brian was harping, like, we need to get Isaac off the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean... Uh, in Brian's eyes he wanted a different show yeah than what I was looking for
0: what was he looking for what was he trying to do (laughs) was he trying to be intellectual too or something
1: no it was more of like Brian's a type that he wants to portray the I'm the reasonable strong I have all the answers man and I wanted like I wanted to have a joking fun show right and anytime like there was a, a person that was against that, which it would be you or Jesse or, or whoever, you know, was buying into our show, the show that we were doing, he would get mad and he wouldn't want him gone.
0: That makes no sense because we were all following your, what your, your game plan was.
1: He just was hot and cold.
0: More cold than hot.
1: He was sometimes into it and sometimes not. You know, no. and it was hard and I get it. You know, he just not, it, there was more, a little more communication. Mm. If you just said, Hey, this is what I want. But he didn't stop. Like it didn't stop us from reaching success because the times that he would hit, it was pretty good. Yeah, that's true. It was really, really funny. Yeah. Um, especially like Dwayne Hall, <laughs> that which was a racist white, uh, he was a black oh thanks all uh, sir so, oh yeah he was a he was he a was white light, he was a white member yeah but it was brian's voice mm. and he would just throw the n-bomb around it would be so funny um well so i mean it was classic things and and i would at that time like we had you know the the misfits yeah. in with us you end up hooking up with Crystal, and then you were like, ah, this bitch is on my jock. And, then and I fucked up and got feelings, <laughs> yeah, and I'm Yeah, got feelings hard. Yeah, it was bad. And, um, the whole, uh, or, 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 we'll get there. So then we're in, um, so we're still in the garage, and I reach out to, I, KSSR puts out, uh, they go to a reporter after they get shut down in July. So the next month in August, they come out with this how the music died. 89.7 cases are um, final call. And the whole thing doesn't mention me at all. It, it mentions how John Schwimmer is this hero. And he's just trying to save music. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how is this?
0: Where's the where's the part of him rocking lines behind? it?
1: Right. <laughs> Where, where's the... <laughs>
0: where's the behind the music on this?
1: <laughs> but they... I and he, me not getting. Oh, you're not gonna give me you're any credit. Slide me again. Yeah. Okay. So I flip out. I go off on air. I go off on the internet, and then still no one's even caring. No one's listening. I was like, all right, bitch. I'm gonna go to the reporters' um, competition, which is VC Buzz. And I said, this is bullshit. And I go. I want you want me to take my story. They took my story, and then. The
0: well, they had a chance because the whole thing was you were ripping the reporter plus KSSR, and then the whole thing was you ripping it and stepping on the BBC reporter
1: and fucking I put it on fire. Yeah, I ripped the magazine, VC. Oh, World. that's right. You put, you lit it on fire. And I was banned for like six years from the reporter for doing that.
0: Is that that what happened? Oh
1: yeah.
0: You've been on the reporter before, have you? Yeah. Did they give you the cover yet?
1: No. They
0: gave those for the cover.
1: Yeah, I know. Because if you. It's only interesting if you make up stories. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah. make up these fucking stories and you're good. You make
0: up accusations and you're famous.
1: So um, they were interested in the story and were, I said, I want to come work for Buzz. and You ended up taking over. I, yeah. And they were like, you want to come work? Uh, we got to talk about it. So behind the music, um, there's three people. Shayna Delaney, and a guy named Joe Perkins.
0: Joe, um, was that the tall dude?
1: The white, bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Perkins. Um, I, I go to Joel's house, like, dressing the suit, cologne on myself after work. And I walk into, like, a party house, right? And mm-hmm. there's, like, people walking around, and uh, he's smoking weed and just editing video. He was like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, I want to be a part of this. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah, the girls don't want you. I was like, "What? The fuck!" <laughs> Again, another roadblock. It's never easy. And I said, I, I grab him by the shoulder and I, I turn his chair and make him look at me in the eyes. I said, "Listen. I promise you, you will not regret it. I there is no go. There's no end to my 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 fuel tank. I will work until there's nothing left to do." I will be the best employee. My content is on fire. You just got to give me a chance. Yeah. You will not fucking regret it. And he was like, let's fucking do this. And we started.
0: So the girls didn't want you. Mm -mm. But And then you found out all the shady stuff with Chayna and all she was doing. And that was the end of buzz. All
1: right. In that time, let's not forget... The crystal in Eric R C thing. <laughs> he came roping so, back. That whole time in Buzz was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was a good. It, it was. It was prime different. location, right next to the theater, right
1: where Guitar Forty Eight is. Right yeah,
0: now. people lining up, people looking in there all the time. He had the red light on the time. We went to the sewer. We did. That was a lot of good content at that
1: place. I, mean, I bet you there's things that you don't even remember. I'm probably to, not. I'm, I'm about to tell you some shit right now, but the best thing in that time frame, and maybe even of all red light, what came out of you and Crystal, yeah. You guys dated, then she didn't want you. You caught feelings because you got, you felt like you're getting rejected, and this girl would like cook you food and make you a drink, and you're like, oh man, maybe I had it good, <laughs> you know. And then um she was like, no fuck you then. Yeah. You don't want me, fuck you. And then she started fucking Eric Garcia And then from the Misfits, as a drummer. Then you go and you go to her house in the rain, yeah. and you put up your phone. Boom <laughs> boombox phone. Yeah, and you're playing music, and it, there's just a lot of fighting. Yeah, and it made for perfect good radio. Yeah, and that's when I. But did. I started spiraling
0: out of control after that, though.
1: <clears throat> you did well, because you were trying to your best to get back in good graces with people, because a girl fucked your shit up. Yeah. That's easy.
0: All of us. You how friends. I I flipped out at the meeting? I threw water at her or something like that? Ribs. And ri- <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, in my house, you fucking idiot. Like, You're ribs at a woman. <laughs> were you drunk?
0: I was high as shit. I was on some bed. Bat- why
1: would you,
0: like, get angry? I, I think whatever. whatever oh, I was. Oh, she splashed water in your yeah, face. Oh, th- you
1: splashed. Wait, there's something there. Something.
0: Happened. She. I think she threw, was it she threw, I don't, do you remember Lana? Like, what? I don't know. I think she threw water on my face. Oh no, she threw water on my face because I go, why are you getting, you're going to get this TV wet. Like, I remember saying, like, why are you throwing water? Oh
1: yeah, she goes, I'm going to throw it at you. I'm going to throw it at you. Yeah.
0: And then she ended up throwing it and they got into the floor and I'm like, why would you do that? And I go, why would you do that? So I got really, I was like, fucking, I got puffed off and I was like, what do I do? So I just threw a rib at her. <laughs> the best thing I could come up with was to throw a rib at her, apparently. Yeah,
1: barbecue sauce all over my house. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't find me it today.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but that's but but that was just going through like some shit, dude. At that time, it, it was, was her. Learning, you know, I know, I, I, and it's, now I can laugh about it because I was thinking like, oh man, like what the fuck was I doing back then? It,
1: but also during that time, like we had those city fests every week, yeah. every month,
0: <laughs> with all the bums just showing up there. <laughs> the bum- <laughs> I like to thank uh, Ventura PD for <laughs> for we keeping did- with the bums.
1: You would tell me like I would, I would always host those, and yeah, I would throw you some. I would throw you some jokes, like you would tell me. Oh, give a shout out to all the bums! <laughs> <laughs> like, give a shout out to all the bums here, <laughs> uh, uh, and then you are like, oh, they're doing uh, a new Star Wars. Yeah, um chloe Kardashian will be playing Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> threw me that one too.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was a good time, dude. Uh, but then after that, so then all that, so then after the whole thing with Crystal settled down, then I started, that's when I met the fucking, the, the, the that Doom, come. the Doom, yeah. And, uh, but but during that time, the, then you, then you got the Ventura County Music Awards.
1: Yeah, so in that May, we did the Music Awards at um, Crown Plaza. Crown Plaza, which is, wasn't the best one we've done, but.
0: but Venue wise, was it private? Probably- Honest. Yeah.
1: Because, it, bro, like, who who? i had so much rejection leading up to that yeah you know what i mean like just years upon years it's
0: probably the pinnacle of like dude this is not the not the end all be all but it's probably the highest point where like shoot i'm hosting the board and it's technically you're on top of ventura yes so metaphorically and physically you're at the top of ventura right now at that time
1: every time i look at the picture of me and my wife from that day i think that was the day i was on top of the world
0: yeah for sure that every every cultivation of your success shows rejections build up to, hey, I'm hosting,
1: and even when we're doing that, people are getting mad because I remember throughout the night, like I would change outfits, and like towards the end of the night, I was wearing shorts and your casual, your yeah, your normal it, Tim Amorosa stuff but, at it, the time. People didn't understand that. Yeah. Like, they didn't understand me, and and uh, that's why we had to go against the black card joke. Yeah. Remember that
0: one? Dude, the Doom girl, the end, she she end was work. mad because she, she printed out this check. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, how am I going to get reimbursed? I'm like, I'll pay you back. No, I'm like, no, but I don't want your money. I go, it was it was this whole argument I had with her.
1: But you know if you just ask me i to give you the money. No, but
0: I want – well, I was contribute to the bit. Like, I don't care. I thought it was funny. We had black balloons, and we were going to have Brian and Dingo up but there. it was just – The crowd wasn't going to yeah, have it. Yeah, remember,
1: yeah. like, we had to work the crowd. Like, that's when – I remember you came up to me after that you was you were like, I've always loved you, but I, I respect your talent after that. Because remember, like they were just booing me. Yeah. And I was like then I had to switch it around. Like who am I more famous than? All right, Adolf Hitler?
0: <laughs> Boom! Tim Amoroso
1: Yay! <laughs> Yay.
0: Alright, there, there
1: we go. I'm just working my way up Yeah,
0: get a get him an icebreaker, and yeah.
1: George W. Bush. Ooh. Tim Amoroso? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> And so like,
0: I love I, it how you started off with Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I had to
1: start with the, yeah, the like,
0: worst. Yeah, the worst,
1: yeah. And it worked well. Like um I, I learned I earned a lot of people's respect that night. Yeah. Uh, a lot of crash and burn. Yeah. And,
0: um, my favorite part, you know, what my favorite part of it was cause you had, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh Miss Alana on there. And her theme song was just like, uh, back that ass up when she started walking up the stage. And my, the doom girl just got so pissed off. like, why'd you put that? i like, cause you got an ass. You don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: she was a good sport about it too.
1: She was awesome. And so that, that's when, you know, um, that was the pinnacle, you know, like the super bowl of our year and we went into um the summer yeah because i started june and then in july you know that's when we had a separation yeah me and you yeah
0: and like i like i told you before I, mean, I dude i if 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 things could have been different who knows what the show would have been about but like I, I had to go i had to do my thing and you had you had to do your thing and now the creation of we're, now we're back, and I was like, dude, I think it, this second time around is going to be interesting because I was able to do my journey and do my thing, and you just created your craft and d- did your thing, and it's like, okay, now we're just older, wiser, and, and our comedies change because remember how I told you, like, at the end of started doing the, the red light? I wanted to I want to do something different. I want to do something like this in a sense where it's a chill environment. We can still be funny and still but the content is more like, you know, it's a conversation. And then it could get intellectual and then it's it, but it's still humorous. At, when if you can, you know, sometimes I will throw games like last night we threw that guy was talking about game of thrones doing some shit like that. The whole slapstick, I think the the maturity it changed. Like I'm still about shit like that. I like got like I'll go downtown like we are supposed to film some stuff. I'll still ask those ridiculous questions. And we got some good footage. I want that. I want fucker to fucking edit those because it's good. Good luck. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to.
1: In, I understand with the, the evolution. I think that there is some sort of medium that we can go. And I did years of that shit. Yeah.
0: You and know, but I mean, not only that, but you were angry. Now it's like, I think you've proved to yourself and other people.
1: I don't need to prove no one no more. No. That's why I'm at. Yeah. Because. There's not a motherfucker out there that's going to work harder than me. True. I, I promise you that. Because I will die yeah. before someone outworks me.
0: Yeah. It,
1: it, there might be people who are bigger than me, stronger than me, or or smarter than me. But no one wants it as much as I do. No one will sacrifice their sleep, their health, the way I did.
0: Yeah, your back's going up. I know. C- c- carrying all these lucid talents.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Show, up. Oh, I was done. Yeah,
0: I hope that makes it to the thing. I'm like, because they record it, and I recorded it on film. I'm like, yeah, all these years you carrying these useless people with no talent. <laughs> all right,
1: it, it was there. What's wrong? That's what you were saying. Yeah. I started laughing. Yeah, um, we had a show last uh, February 23rd. That's yeah, what we're
0: talking about. Yeah, and then you have a there. You have another show coming up uh, next Saturday, March 30th. Oh, the, at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's for autism, right?
1: Autism. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Autism Society Ventura County.
0: Nice. That's cool, cause that's what I do. I work with the company that does that, so it'd be fun to actually go represent. That'd be kind of cool. Is that your company? No, it's not my company. Oh. No, 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 it's not my company. But uh, my company is very active. Like we do all two runs and all that stuff like that. Um, we're gonna take a break. When we take a, um when we come back. Um, thank you for the history lesson. Fucking an hour later. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, uh, we'll we'll dive deeper into just other issues. We'll talk. I know you have a lot of things to say, and you can go to wrestling. You go to you know. I know you have a philosophy and spirituality that's really unique and not a lot of people know about that. And I've been blessed to kind of know a little bit about that background. Uh, we'll just talk about some... We'll have some fun. We'll, we'll I,
1: uh, meditate. We'll talk about that. Show? Yeah.
0: No, you... <laughs> not with weed. <laughs> or with <What>? weed. <laughs> no,
1: no, what? Not with
0: it. I'll, did I tell you the story? I'll tell you... When we come back, I'll tell you the story when I was in your garage and uh, I had an of body experience one time. Oh, I remember that too. All right. So we'll uh, take a break. Uh, we'll have him stretch his legs. Maybe have a cigarette and come back. Uh, we'll have more with the... The creator and brainchild of a bunch of different shenanigans on the uh, Red Light District Show, Tim Amoroso, here on the Isaac Show. Welcome back to the Isaac Guy Show. I've always liked the song. I know you don't hate. I know you hate it now, but I've always liked. I always liked it.
1: I do.
0: I love it. I, just, it, I it just gets it. you hyped.
1: I, all right. So the day after you left, or the show after you left, we I had to change it.
0: Yeah, because I remember the it just—it just created bad juju.
1: hmm And so we went to Cold of Personality.
0: It's a great song too. It's so one of my workout songs. But it's, it, I remember, the only thing, the only problem is it was so long for your intro. Because you would just play it and then you would just like hype yourself up. You gave yourself like that extra minute or two. Oh, this one? Yeah. Yeah. And they were just like, I was like, and that's yeah. why we're, we're talking about intros before when we're just, when we're uh, messaging back and forth. And we are like, you need, the intro has to be shorter.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's going to be not more than 30 seconds for the movie. Yeah.
0: But this was, I mean, I think this song, mind is like the anger the rejectment but your but your determination to be the fucking best mm-hmm. the fucking king of the world you know what I mean and when, that
1: when I first started that's the only the best yeah better than everyone that's my only and it's option. good and
0: never lose that never lose that chip and I know you won't but I'm just
1: for sure
0: you know what I mean that this that's why like I was listening to I was I was when when I, when I said let's push it 30 minutes because I was in the Valley having a uh, Korean barbecue uh-huh. <sighs> my fat ass eating shit over there how's that go that one good. Have you ever had Korean barbecue?
1: Come on, bro. I'm a grown-ass man. I would I not have Korean barbecue?
0: <laughs> what is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, what? I, I I just barely had it like a couple months ago. I never had it before. Man,
1: me and my family, we do like I'm like after that whole thing with us, yeah. I try to be super family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, like we go, we go out at, like every chance we get, right? And I have this app on my phone. It's like TV food. Stars. Yeah. So anything that's ever been on TV, a restaurant, you can, you just put in your coordinates and it will say like, diners, diver, dives, and drive-ins. Right.
0: Did you ever go to the Greek?
1: Mm-hmm. What the one in Yeah. Yeah. We had shows there.
0: At the Greek? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay did a kitchen nightmare there. Oh, he did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that place isn't that good. <laughs> that's why he went it was it was shitty there
0: this was this is way when he do this i forgot the episode or what what year it was because he doesn't do that show anymore he does other shit but he did a uh, kitchen nightmare there i don't know if it's under still same the same ownership because it was family owned
1: yeah it's still family owned
0: um because the kid the whole story was the kid that did it was in college he came back and he was like assistant manager and the sister works there and they do like he was like a dancer And then they brought the food and and Gordon Ram's like, oh, why is the hummus so so oily? You know, this is
1: good. Hummus is good. But like, you know, uh, when you go for Greek food, you're looking for like lamb. Yeah. I'm going to eat lamb. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, they have the platter. Yeah. Where it has all the different variety. Just I've had way better Greek food before.
0: Would you put you like guys it. put shows there, or would you guys? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the uh, speaking of shows? Do you remember when you did the first show? I don't know how many. I don't even know if you've gone back to the or the comedy club. Never, no,
1: never went back there. That it, was in November. Yeah. Right when we uh, signed with the buzz.
0: Did it not go over as as well as you thought it was going to go over, or why did it not? I think that would have been an interesting venue to do, or continue to do like a comedy show, but like on it, like comedy show show at a comedy club.
1: It really made us vulnerable. And it showed our weaknesses. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we couldn't. Brian didn't want to turn on, so I couldn't risk the embarrassment. Yeah, because it's all that's a lot of stress, bro. A live show in front of people.
0: Well, doing it's the one
1: sh- thing if it's over the air, you can just say fuck it and turn it off.
0: Well, I think that's another thing I told you about. Like when we do, when you did your shows live, there was no room for error,
1: Mm-mm.
0: especially when a bit didn't go over.
1: We now, just move
0: on. Yeah, over mm-hmm. there you're kind of sucking dead air. That's why stand up is so hard. And I, I have a whole appreciation for people that do stand up. Because I did, I did, I tried to do an open mic night, and did I did. Stand-up? Yeah, I did three minutes, which was funny. I, I got people laughing, but I thought I did ten. It was three minutes. I was like, "Fuck! What am I going to do for the rest of?" The-? I'm like, "All right, good night, everybody." We are just like, "Okay, that's it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's all I had."
1: Well, I mean, I can talk forever, bro. Yeah, but it has to be funny. <laughs> most of the sh- like, when i'm I, not my saying dad's you know moving to canada from the draft yeah. to canada i mean that's a bit i do you know for comedy like a lot of my red light bits i write them so i can do them both for yeah. stand up or on air
0: i mean i have bits and like i when i was hanging out with the dudes outside most of these dudes do, do stand up or do comedy i'm like oh that's just cool they write and they'll like have, oh they will say hey how how do you think this one is and they'll say their their they thing I'm like well, that's really good but they they have time to to sit down and write there I don't I don't do I don't want to do that
1: I did I, I wrote an opening one it just it's throughout the day you know mm-hmm. like I did I just wrote this one recently is uh, my mom is German and Japanese and my dad's a hundred percent asshole <laughs> <laughs> anybody else anybody else. <laughs> Anyway, anybody, anybody else an asshole? Yeah,
0: <laughs> half is it half your dad's half, right? Okay, perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: then it, uh, that's why I have a whole new res- I have respect for people that go up there. And then if I remember Dennis,
1: I- he's the one that mm-hmm. that's got me thinking in that direction of of stand up and um, because bro, I didn't really think Red Light was comedy. Mm-hmm. That Red Light was fucking life. That's what it was. That's what we do. We do what we do. We do what we say, and everything else didn't seem like it seemed like no we didn't have the same rules as the rest of the world yeah. in my head but it, all it was is comedy and i didn't really think of it like that
0: so so now transitioning into now you're doing no cover tv where did that cuz no cover was the was you took over how did you take over the magazine
1: all right so we end up um after you i got I was really contemplating quitting um i was i remember i was in jail you know,
0: sorry <laughs> sorry i want to apologize publicly women's,
1: dude women's. Yeah. uh and you're young and i was like i don't it's not fucking worth it no more
0: how long how long were you there
1: just a few hours i mean they they came. i they called me from block number and i'm like oh this is somebody from craigslist <laughs> Hello? This is Tim <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was just officer blah blah blah. And so uh I was like fuck what the fuck? He goes, you can either come in today or I can go to your work and see you. And I was fuck. like, Fuck. Right, I'll be in there. Um and so uh, the Camarillo Place police apartment and they're sitting there talking to me and they have like a recorder. it was Is this you? And say so, yeah. Do you realize the problem with that? <laughs> and so, what? Well, then if we're gonna do this, I want to press charges on Arnold Schwarzenegger because <laughs> he said he's killed people too. So if you're gonna treat me for if you're gonna fault me for acting a part, yeah, I I want to bring charges up on uh, Tom Cruise and Liam Neeson. And, <laughs> and they just. You send that to the cops? Yeah. And he was like, well, this seems real because of this and that. And I was like, all right. So then, so anyways, it just didn't seem worth it, man. Mm. You know what I mean? We end up going through, we, we had a lawyer who was a friend of the show. And uh, they gave us a good discount. And in uh, December 4th, they let it go. You know, it was dropped. Yeah. But you, I had for one i had you sign some shit no no it was on air i had audio of you saying
0: this is fake fake." yeah yeah and
1: that's what got me going so we brought jesse on i was like you know nothing's gonna stop me um i brought jesse on and jesse rejuvenated my life man in so many ways like he filled the space that you left as a friend Mm -hmm. um because no matter what, I, I know that it might not have felt it at the time because we were busting your balls a lot. Yeah. Um, but you were my best friend at that time. Mm-hmm. And I would I would never even have looked a second way towards you if I didn't feel that I had a, a kinship with you and you were a good uh, – I mean, you ate my pews before. Like, <laughs> thanks for bringing that forever. up again. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we are gonna, I also suck your be toes too. Through. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I think – I also sucked your toes in the <laughs> piss in the cat box. Sorry, Alana.
1: <laughs> you did piss in the cat box. Yeah. So um we started working hard. And <clears throat> at that moment, we didn't know what we were gonna do. So we knew um so we in August, Jesse's second week with us. We came to the studio and it was all empty. At um Buzz? At Buzz. And I was like, holy fuck. You know, John Kelly were with us, and there was like, listen, someone's gonna have to either pay the rent or we had to move out. I, I, we just couldn't, it was probably too much. It, it was 1200 We are all young, still, you know, 28, 27. And although we had a good job, not enough to pay a rent and utilities for a whole other place. All right. Um. So I was paying rent. I'm not sure if you didn't even know that, but from, May to August I was paying rent.
0: At the buzz? Mm-hmm. I had no idea.
1: And paying utilities.
0: On top of your livelihood. Mm-hmm.
1: So you know this is just what we're doing. We were trying our best to, to move along. So we were like alright well I just moved out. Let's use the garage. So we set it up. <clears throat> my garage and um, and it it was going good. We were getting steam. We started getting steam. Did you get
0: any flack from the neighbors for the music and the loud noise or anything?
1: Not until recently.
0: Oh, recently you did? hmm Oh, shit.
1: The bitch-ass guy next door. Fucking faggot.
0: Is he, is he a Filipino guy?
1: No. Uh, he's a white guy next door.
0: Oh. Has he been there since the beginning? hmm And he just recently said, you know, enough is enough or whatever? Because he's been drinking a lot more. Oh, okay. So he's going through some shit probably. Yeah, he's
1: probably going through some shit. Yeah. He came over all fucked up once. Fuck.
0: But how did you get so... Before the break, how did you get... No cover. No cover, yeah.
1: So we were... um, So because I had paid for all that shit, Mm -hmm. I got the rights to the music awards. So I was like, this is what I want in return. Is I want the music awards. And they signed it over to me. And we were going to do the music awards in May again, but it didn't... Honestly, bro, we didn't get the music awards signed over to us till like March, huh? March, beginning of April, and there's no way we can make the music awards. So, <clears throat> I reached out to No Cover to see if they like we were just still gonna do it in May.
0: Mm.
1: So i reached out to No Cover, and then she and then she had Mark call me, and he was trying to get me to buy advertising, and I was trying to get him to. Help us. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I'll give you half of the music awards. You give me half of No Cover. And he was like, all right, cool. So we swapped. And that's what we've been doing.
0: So you, so it's still half?
1: No, I own all of No Cover of Ventura County. Look at you. So we end up doing, he was like, we can't do it in May. We got to do it in September. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it in September. So throughout that summer, we started doing showcases. And, man, we did 32 in two months. Damn. 32.
0: Shows. Shows. Shit.
1: Two months. And. Like I was, a
0: Discovery and all these other ones, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discovery, the arena, Sun the garage. Uh, who else do we have that year?" Oh, the Comedy Club in the Greek. The Red Cove. Like... And we do three each there. And then we did the, um, the show at... Um, fucking... Uh, Discovery. First time it was ever sold out. We had Chuck D show up. We had Sage Erickson show up. And... Uh, who else? Like, the guy from Fuel showed up. Really? Oh, shit. It was... Just fucking insane.
0: Well, speaking of too, because to go back to the Red Light District show, you you had a lot of people come on that show, a lot, a lot of like a listers, not like just like B's or C's, mm-hmm. like we were doing in the garage in the first first carnation of the show, because you would just get like anybody off Craigslist. You, I remember you got this weird. You, we got some people that were horrible.
1: I know who you're about to say. Go ahead.
0: The those kids. I got the. We remember those kids that were that remember were. Remember the rapper. Well, that.
1: Were you pretending to punch your eye? You got your eye punched.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: So even this is how mad we were at KSSR I
0: ran outside and then I got in the fight. Set up the yeah. No, no,
1: set up the the bit. I don't remember. I just remember. So we pretended that we were gonna. Oh, you weren't even in on it. That's why. Okay. So I I had these guys. <laughs> I had someone call <laughs> pretending that they're KSSR That's <laughs> shit. To, and then we're all talking. I was like, I'll fucking curb stomp your bitch ass, motherfucker." Yeah. And then you run out. And and you didn't know it was a joke. You ripped your shirt. You're like, yeah, I got in a fight right now. (laughs) Ah, Fuck those guys. I was like, oh, my God. And Brian says, dude, Isaac just fought. I go, he didn't fight. Those guys were my friends. I was on the phone. He was like, are you serious? And he started laughing. And then, So that's why there's a picture going around where it's all of us, and you have your shirt ripped. Mm -hmm. You remember that picture? And I'm taking a
0: picture like this. I do remember that. I think I seen it.
1: <laughs> so I mean, um,
0: it was funny because I try to I try to give myself scratches and like <laughs> and like rough myself up a little bit.
1: I'm down, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm down
0: for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick my own ass.
1: <laughs> Come Wait. back. But, I mean since then, I mean think about it. we've had Alan Richman on Who was who do
0: you, who was your best interview and who first of all two things who was the the do you believe is the was the highest person you got like the most like successful, successful? and then two which one was you think you were the best interview Cuz you have a lot dude I saw the like tonight Mick Foley RVD all kinds of different music and,
1: Nation I've had uh, freaking um um uh, Jim Johnston from WWE, um, Jonathan David—probably Jonathan Davis is the most famous. Because
0: right? he's in the cover. He's a cover of No. I saw the cover yeah. of uh, No Cover.
1: I mean, Chuck D was in the studio. I, we just had so many. It was so great and awesome. And
0: is it? A tri- do you still trip out? Or is it? As it, it kind of just like it's the norm now.
1: No. Because it's it's, it's okay, norm. huh? It's not the norm no more. Uh, it's still not the norm. It's I'm blessed every single time. Yeah. Um, because I, I know
0: I remember bone Thugs, Bone Thugs was well, wow no, the Iron Butterfly was the first mm-hmm. credible, like when I was there, I was like, oh shit, you know, of Vita. Even though they were like not some of them were originals, and then it was because now they do like like trailer park shows now.
1: Uh, no, Oli died.
0: I know, and then that happened. But then, but that was the first class. Like people remember that, you know. If you say I butterfly, but if you put that song, it's such an iconic song it's a you know they have an iconic uh, iconic song. Mm-hmm. And then after that was Bone Thugs, mm-hmm. and then I Missed hijacked it. hijacked that whole whole thing. It was funny. That
1: was a funny one. Do you remember when he did that? Oh, where he hijacked
0: the, the, the ticket, joke? the backstage. I have, there, though, right? I, I have video. I have video because I was backstage, and so I was getting high with Bone Thugs, which was like one of my not just professional but like as a as just overall moment like it was so much fun i hijacked and i call i think i had to spin the wheel twice or something like that yeah,
1: you did.
0: um but i was getting high with bone thugs dude and at in the back at the, at the ventura theater and just they're freaking performing all the the, the at that time when i was there they were doing the, their major hits and then i was like and then i got high and i forgot oh shit i have to go back <laughs> and i come back and then like like everyone's like yo the show's almost fuck over what the you
1: fuck <laughs> <Let's> see <laughs> Think about other things we did there. Like we fucked with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, we Machine Gun Kelly. His people kept on giving us a runaround.
0: Yeah, and Crystal, Crystal was all slutty and trying to get in there and all trying to get him in.
1: Then we put the speakers by the door and played the Fandango music yeah. over and over again. Oh, dude, Fandango! Do
0: yeah, that was great.
1: Or and then we played Red Solo Cup. Yeah. About a million times too, and everybody that was waiting to go in, they're like, "Just please shut it off, please." Yeah, it was so great. Show me your tits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Show
1: them your tits.
0: <laughs> one time, please, just shut the song up. So okay, so which one, So what do you think? So you think which um, one was your, your favorite? Your my favorite.
1: Favorite one uh, was Jim Johnston from WWE.
0: Because you're a big wrestling guy, and,
1: and me and him are so friends now. Like we email back and forth all the time. Um, the other, the one that was the best interview was, um, also AWOL Nation was real fun. And Alan Richson, or Bruno, Aaron Bruno from AWOL Nation, who's going to be at Venture on Music Awards this year. Nice. Um, but the use, Bert Bert McCracken, um, he told me it was the best interview he ever had. He's had millions of them, and, and this guy has experienced some loss, man. Mm. He talked about how his um, um, how his girlfriend died of her overdose, and she was pregnant with his kid, and um, how he just lost it, and how he came back around, and how there's still a part of his life that's sad, and you know, we talked, you know, for a good hour and a half, mm. and at the end of it, I said, you know what, I love you, man. I care for you. He goes, this is honestly the best interview I've ever had. Hmm. Um, I mean, even, you know, Sublime with Rome. Those are, you know, we did uh, Fishbone and State Champs. Were you ever getting Pennywise? The, have you ever
0: been able to get, uh get Dirty Rice
1: on your show? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because that's rice. a staple of 805. And you, I didn't know, I didn't see anything, but I was I'm, thinking.
1: I'm going to have them uh, he won song, no yeah, that, one of the first guests on No cover?
0: Yeah, because that—that's one of one of the most iconic, you know, ones. Everyone we hear Derry Rice, I'm like, oh yeah, Dirty Rice. They're everywhere?
1: Yeah, they were Music Award uh, artists a year, two years ago.
0: Oh nice! So it's a lot of people. Then J. Hugh, I remember I was just seeing you know, the. Remember the first night with J. Hugh? Oh,
1: that was it, magic.
0: Everyone was crying at the end.
1: That was, you know, it was beautiful. Everything, you know. Although it's so weird to really even define Red Light because there's so many moments that you know we were sad and we were crying and there's moments that we're mad and moments that we're sad uh, you know laughing and it's just magical.
0: Funniest bit, funniest thing you the, you laughed the hardest or the thing you thought that was the like the like the funniest thing like that was the funniest.
1: The USS Orion thing. What was that? <laughs> um, my dad was just doing, like, he was just being racist. <laughs> and he was like, do you remember that? It was like 2017. or two, Yeah, 2017. He was like, yeah, all those blacks are on the USS Orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you saying that? Oh, God. And everybody in the room was just bossing up and I was laughing so hard how
0: did how did Brian and Dean react to those like they were
1: just with there Brian left in
0: 2016 oh shit and so, then when did you fire Dean the same the same year
1: yeah so I mean for our, our that crew leaving yeah. um Brian left in 2016 he came back for like two shows in 2020 or, or 2007 18 and then he said like uh He's traveling. Yeah, he's gonna travel the world like fucking kung fu legend.
0: Like, what happened like, to his projects? Didn't he was he, was he? He's supposed to be he's gonna do a video and uh, do I don't something. Know.
1: I, I I saw his documentary about you know his life with his family. I thought that was, uh, I, was I was proud of him for doing that. You know, yeah, that's pretty brave. Um, but then I don't, bro. It's such a weird thing. It's like sorry in. um so we, we, we we started going hard, right? Mm. Um, so just fast track through. We had two thousand, you know, fourteen was probably 2015, 14 was my favorite year because that was with Mikey Nolix and and Tard and Jesse. Um, like even Ryan was mad at Tard, you know. Tard was just funny. He was a it, Jesse or Tard are the best characters in Rela history, in my opinion, um, because they both understood that this is not real. This is for, you know, a comedy. But the truth is, only so much of that comedy one can handle, right? Because you know, it takes a toll on one's ego.
0: Oh, tell me about it.
1: <laughs> you should know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tard ended up leaving. He went back to um, Alabama. Um, or Kentucky. Um, Dustin ended up going back to, um, and Dustin was our our uh, prank call guy. He was great. Uh, he had to go back. He had the highest IQ too. He was like 161 or some shit like that. I'm uh, 158. Like I did my IQ and it was like 140. And he, I was like, I'm the smartest motherfucker. And my dad got like an 80. And uh, Jesse got like one ten, like everyone. Brian's the only one that didn't do it, um, but the the one, but fucking De- or uh, Dustin, he got like one sixty or something like that. I was oh, like, shit. what the fuck? Yeah, I'm dumb compared <laughs> to him. Um, so nope. that went on. Um, and, um everyone just starts splitting up. Mikey, Mikey doesn't talk to me because. When we started doing the new cover magazine, he was the editor. And, you know, you know how I am to work for. Yeah. I get mad, I yell.
0: But, you know what I noticed is that Alana has taken a bigger role ever since, I think, well, because Crystal, you gave a lot of of responsibility to Crystal as a producer. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then when she left...
1: Alana did it all. Yeah. She got the first, like, my first favorite interview like Alan Rich and she got him um in a lot of those AWAL or like Alt Nation bands yeah. like uh Bare Arms and uh Rising Sun and and just so many of those bands you know um Sheila Put the Knife Down who are those guys uh, she she did a
0: lot and yeah and I don't think and I don't think a lot of people realize that especially I didn't know because I know I know you you gave producer status to people that you felt think they they could have handled it and crystal did a pretty good job of what she did I think you guys butted head at the end because I don't know what her deal was but when you see the red light district show you definitely it definitely shows the saying goes you know behind a every behind a very strong man is a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. And I think you found the perfect person, especially your wife.
1: Oh, yeah, she definitely puts up with my shit. I mean, mm. um, I mean who can really handle, like, assholes in their house every fucking week? <laughs> you know, like, two times a week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's stressful, you know?
0: Because she did a lot of the behind. She, I know, because ever since the garage, she would be there, and she would take pictures, she would mm-hmm. do the behind the scenes and, and kind of just be, like, the person behind the the. It,
1: I would say in the past two years she sort of taper, tapered out mm. um, mostly because it, she still does recording and stuff like that Like she'll record and she fills in where she's needed but like the intensity of, of all of us
0: yeah it could be, it's very, very draining and very tellful, for so much, so, so many, like, so many years of doing the show. It's
1: a lot of fucking stress, like... It, Not only that, but people, the drama
0: that comes with different people coming to your yeah. house and the studio and the drama, I mean, I was living there at the time, and so, like, I can only imagine, you know what I mean?
1: Well, well then Crystal, she ended up leaving, um, because of a guy, mm. um, and then she ended up coming back after they broke up <laughs> in 2015, um... In, and in two thousand sixteen, uh, Brian and Jesse left, and so and that's pretty much what I was getting at. Is <clears throat> so we at that time, I we I ended up getting rid of Dean a few weeks. I don't know months before that. You know, maybe in like two January two thousand sixteen, we got rid of Dean, and um, and so. We got approached to do radio station eight nine, the college nine, station, the out, college station, in Santa, station yeah. out in Santa Barbara. So we ended up getting our licenses right, and we're that whole time. Now,
0: yeah. how did, who heard it, or how did you get over there? Or did you like? Did you guys pitch it over there, or did someone just kind of like? How did they get a demo, or what?
1: Um, you know the DJ. Um What's his name? Eight oh five uh, scratch. Eight oh five.
0: What's his name was he on the end of the queues no
1: nah, he does his show on Wednesdays well <clears throat> so he ended up coming to our radio station DJ tragic
0: oh okay okay okay.
1: so he ended up coming to our station and we're like listen we want over there and he just laid the path for us oh nice um, so we got our licenses and we got out there and I can tell during that time period it was different you know what I mean Um
0: you had to practice not cussing huh
1: mm-hmm. Like that wasn't hard Producing the content three friendly shows a week.
0: Yeah, do you have do it three shows a week? How long was Wednesday, the shows?
1: Wednesday and how long were the shows? Fridays, two hours. Okay, so uh, you, traditionally,
0: red light was like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, plus an after show.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was so it was good, and I can just feel like the tension. There's more tension as it was going. Like, I was getting mad because I was having to create everything. And anytime I asked them to do something. And I'm pretty sure they were pissed off at me for doing all the planning. It was just lack of communication. And, um, like, we all knew that we were going to stop doing Red Light January twenty June 25th. Um, and they missed, like, two shows prior to that. And On the radio? Radio. No, regular. Oh. Us. Like, red Light. No, red Light. Okay. And we, um, they show up to the last show and Jesse's like, yeah, I'm leaving and um, I'm going to start something with Brian. I'm like, what the fuck? And that was their thing, the primitive anomaly thing.
0: Was that like a slap in the face for you?
1: Fuck yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, think about that. Yeah. Like, how do we, how you can not tell me personally and then the first time I hear it is on the air? Um...
0: He tells you this on the air? Yes. What a fucking
1: dick. Jesse, but... And listen, I'm not mad that they went out and did their own thing. I'm not mad about it. But anything. at least give you the
0: courtesy to tell you in private, like, before that, though, right?
1: I don't even give a fuck now. Yeah. But, but in I retrospect... I mostly upset because I fucking lost my friend. Like, mm. Jesse was... I mean, he's probably the best friend I've ever had. Yeah. Um, me and him just saw everything I die eye, eye and... Um, I love him. I mean, I fucking love the fuck out of that guy, and I would I would do anything for him. Um, but it, it was a weird thing: is everybody from Red Light was sort of defecting over
0: to Brian. Mm-hmm. That's
1: crazy. And they were all. He was all working with them. I mean, I still had Ansel. You know, I had um, Luke and Weston. Um, and then I had to just build up my team am I missing anybody? The that cast? yeah because like Jesse Brian um, no but you forget that they left a few weeks before the Music Awards so they left you with no one they pretty much because it was Music Award season and I pretty much had to do it all by myself hmm.
0: and
1: that's when Chris lost came and that's when that's I got Chris awesome. Austin awesome. And that's why I built up
0: my new team. So then so then you got Hansel.
1: Hansel is still with me. Hansel. I had Jordan still with me.
0: How did, and so it was interesting because I saw Missy. How does Missy get into the, the play? Uh,
1: it's down the road. It's down the road a little more. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's down the road a little more? And so um, I ended up getting Ryan Franklin back on the team. And when we first started, the first, with this new crew, the first four, five show uh, months mm. was fucking horrible. the worst fucking radio I've ever done in my entire life. I'm so ashamed of it. Um, But there was a lot of funny shit in there too. I had PJ. PJ was still on board on our team. Um, And a lot of the stuff with me and PJ and Phil was so funny. But everything else just wasn't as funny. Yeah. Um, Because everyone was just talking over each other. And everyone had their own agendas. And then I just got beat down. You know. And. So I was just like, "All right, time to get rid of more people." Yeah. So I got rid of Ryan and just more people, and then um, in January I got Dennis. Yeah. And Dennis's and Tim Straw, which we saw last night with the kill. Yeah. He was on our radio show, and that crew.
0: I felt awesome. bad. He, he they spilled his drink. I had to go buy him one. I felt I know bad. that
1: was awesome that you did that.
0: I felt bad because I was like I was enjoying it, and then all of a sudden this dude just fucking mm. falls down and. Like, dude, that's a PBR. I can't waste that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so in that year, we went to... Oh, so in that summer, right? Brian comes up to me. He's dressed up like, uh, like in a suit or something, you know? And he was like, we were always meant to be adversaries. I'm like, what? What are you talking... Brian, I'm not trying to argue with you or fight with you. <laughs>
0: it's like, so confusing, I- man.
1: Yeah, and he was like, and then, like, everything sort of switched and changed. Like, he was like, no, like, you just need to stop. You need to quit. And I'm worried about your health. And I'm not going to quit. And that was one time I was like, I might quit. Like, maybe he's right. And, um, and then more, and he would call me. He would hear the shows and see that everyone's, and he was like, you just quit or you always convinced right remember that he was always he was even telling you right you just trying to convince me to quit
0: alana did you trip out was like what because it's brian
1: yeah
0: but yeah like because you've been there from day one and you've known You I mean you've known brian for so long i don't
1: know he was just trying to tell him to quit the music words i think it's because he wanted to that's crazy. I mean, this is all speculation, but I'm I'm not going to do it because mm. I put too much of my body into it, my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I deserve a little better.
0: Yeah. So now, you, now you're doing this whole thing with the new cover and the Netflix, and how did that? How did that start? Or where where was the vision? Because before, because I want to take a break. Cause I'm going to actually spit this uh, interview in two parts. This whole part's been the history of red light in your history. Mm-hmm. I want to do a second part where it's just, we're going to talk about just normal stuff now because this, this is the interview. Because, But no, this is interesting because I had no idea. And then it's, it's interesting just to have the whole history of hit red light, your whole beginnings. But so now, how did it focus into doing this now? Where did that transition go to? Because I know you said the red light was done, you had new cover, mm-hmm. and the evolution of the show now.
1: So last year. Uh... Alright, well, it started in 2017, which is only two more years left, right? Um, so, in 2017, we started doing the bigger size magazine. Mm. Um, and we're like, alright, well, the bigger size magazine is better for everyone. You know, it's it looks better, it looks like a real magazine. And then, within three months, huh? Or within two months, we got Rock, um, the Vegas so we started doing that in um 2018 mm. or 2017 we got called to go do throw a show in vegas so we had buck cherry on our uh adelita sway
0: so you did a show in vegas yeah oh shit i didn't know In
1: henderson um and who else was there like um art of anarchy with scott stab
0: how was that was that fun or was yeah, it more
1: it was fun did you have fun you didn't go to. I had fun. <laughs> she was with the, the kids. Oh. She was still in Vegas. Yeah. But um, I, I'm the one that was there. And it was so fun. Yeah. I got to hang out. I can only
0: imagine because we did a show. We did a show at Vegas. But it was just like because I took all my equipment. And I figured because that was the first time I was in go Vegas. So I wanted to document it. And. It was a shit show. Like I mean, I was like, we should have, I should have done something differently. But the the first part of the show sucked. The second part was we were all drunk. And we I was just pretty much saying, this is what we want to go see Chris. I met Chris Angel and all this other stuff. But that's what I wanted to do. I want to do more remote shows. I think those are fun.
1: And that's when I realized I'm not going to quit. Yeah. And
0: it rejuvenated you.
1: Because Dennis, Dennis was, Dennis just happened to want to go with us. Yeah. And. He took this alphabet brain, he just slammed it, Mm. and he started being a drum tech. He started being a drum tech for everyone and like literally jumped on stage. They were asking him questions. Like Dennis has had no, he shouldn't have even been a part of that crew. It was just our name on the marquee, no cover or whatever. Mm. And no one questioned him. He was tuning the drums. It was just funny because, yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing, Dennis? You're going to get in trouble. Get the fuck over here. <laughs> and, and, he just, and then we just, Chino XL was there. Really? hmm Wow. It was just fucking fun. So then that's 2017, and that's when I realized, fuck this. Let's fucking roll. And that's when we started getting Dave Mason. We got all these celebrities. Mm-hmm. And, like, more and more every single interview I had. The guys would say, this is one of the best interviews I've ever had. Thank you so much. Mm. And write me an email after. Um, so last year, we ended up getting the Warp Tour. And now this no cover thing and the red light thing are getting big. Both. But it's hard to market something called Red Light District Show. Right. That That's reminiscent of porn. Yeah. And or, it's a lot easier. Or prostitution. <laughs> for all these guys that know who we are, yeah. that we've interviewed to
0: support a no cover that's a you know what that's a really smart uh, business move
1: and so we were getting we gained so much love from mainstream media Mm -hmm. that we were just like we we gotta make the change and so now we're we're going into the next generation of whatever it is we're gonna do right but we're gonna make some noise and we're gonna make some moves and um, it's gonna turn you know we're doing no cover podcast and mm-hmm. we're doing we have distribution through Sumerian uh, films which is how we got Netflix, Netflix yeah. um, I we just have to keep on moving yeah. Um. now we're putting on shows at the theater all free you know what I mean they are not free but everything that we earn from that goes to charities, charities yeah that we did notes for notes and then now the we're autism. doing the autism awareness and um it, there's sort of a mixture between all of us harmonizing as one community in the music community um, and we have to also um not only do we have to harmonize but we have to show them like we love all there's we're not in a competition if one of us wins we all fucking win and having these variety shows, it's separating these lions. Yeah. Um, and it's showing that, look, we're not trying to be badasses. We're not trying to, don't just mark out to us. <laughs> we're doing other things for our community. Yeah. And we all need to do this. And, and, and I think it's, it's changing the tune. There's a lot of people who are more interested in working with people. And, it, and it's more doing what we're doing now is more beneficial than n- red light because red light was angry yeah and vcmas and vcmas is a competition
0: yeah it's crazy because i got chills when you said that the reason why and i'm not trying to mark out you because i like you know you like that word <laughs> um because i not here he was, he was used my co-host but he's not here he has other things going on but when i when i went on my solo trip and I, and I and it's true tri- because I know you're you're you have the same concept is that the universe works in mysterious ways and you know the law of attraction and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. When we when I left, then I started trying to figure out my crew and the people I want to work with. I wanted like minded people who are creative and I wanted to inspire and create things, not just because of the Red Light District show. Like you know, like like you said, that came out of anger and it came out of slapstick and it was comedy. But I wanted to start doing something that was meaningful, especially to. And then I think it started too with you guys. When you're to bring local artists and give them a platform to kind of just like show them sk- skill sets off. Or if they didn't have a platform, the voice of the voiceless. Like you would say sometimes, like, hey, come on the show. Even if it's just for like whatever, play some songs. Now you have something that you can show. It's a podcast that's been brought to, uh, broadcasted to people. Now you can have that put down in your portfolio. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's not, not only that, it's good for us because we have content. But it's also good for you because now you have – like I've been on radio or I've been done distributed on – you know, Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud, whatever whatever platform it is. But when you said, you know, it's not about, it's not just about, like, marking out to us. It's like, you know, you wanted, you wanted to give back. You wanted to do something. And especially, I was like, who is this guy? Because before, it was just this hate. And this like, okay, I want to be the best. I'm going to do this, X, Y, and Z. And now it's like a retrospect it's like evolution. And I'm actually, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you that you got to that point where it's like, like, that's exactly where, where I'm trying to go to. So like it's funny how the universe kind of just brings it back full circle.
1: With a, a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of what we did, we well, on, I, I'm not angry no more. I, I'm just gonna put it that way because I don't have no more else to prove. Yeah, I've already I've proven what I had to prove. I have gotten the respect I deserved, and I was I'm able to I was able to make a career. Yeah, I needed to have that chip on my shoulder where I don't relax, I don't play games, I don't surf on my phone, I don't, you know, every single second of my time is, is priceless to me. Mm-hmm. And I did the sacrifice to get where I'm at right now. And and I don't have no more anger. I'm happy. I, I made my career um, to the to the extent I had an interview at SiriusXM. And 10 years ago no one's going to even question me Yeah. but now I'm final 10 I am now that anger has turned into love so I love my my guys I love the cast I have Um, and the anger that I had turned to love because I did everything yeah. It, it, like, I had a stage at the fucking Warped Tour this year. We just got asked to do South by Southwest to have a stage out there. Oh wow. um, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't raise the money in time. Um, cause we we have it's in the middle of two shows. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Uh, the twenty third and the thirtieth. Yeah. It, it's the nineteenth, right? <laughs> South by Southwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. It was three grand. And um, I just couldn't put, pull it together
0: that's a crazy history lesson my friend you've been on a wall journey but look at you now
1: dude i'm happy uh you know the only thing i'm worried about now in my journey is uh like what happens if when we turn into netflix and they tell me no like it's too much or take it amazon well i know there's different
0: avenues. I mean, one like listening to the backstory and listening to the whole like condensed version of your history. Doors close, but they open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and like you said, the, the one thing, and I kept on saying in, to my crew and what I do is like if if one person makes it, we all make it mm-hmm. because that opens doors. I told them because there's obviously some people in, are in my crew or in my inner circle that's like very skeptical about. Partnering up again with you? Because they're like they know the backstory. I go, dude, everything's cool. Everything's the bridges are back. We're cool. Don't Did worry you about motherfuck it. motherfuck me to them? No. They just th- I was the victim I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't motherfuck you in a sense. It was just like just because what were they worried about? They were they were thinking just like how you thought when you thought when when you came, you thought I had Brian here. When I thought you were gonna bring I Brian, that's
1: what it was. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, now we're gonna make you friends again. What the
0: fuck. Oh, like a reunion? No, yeah, that's uh, what I thought it was gonna be. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Um, just because I I think so. That's something that if you ever guys decided to do that, that's something that you guys have to work out. I'm not gonna be the middle man. I don't want to be a part of yeah. that. That's something that organically has to happen. It can't be forced. Yeah. Just like kind of like me, and you, or it was, and I told you we've met several times throughout the years. It's just that. And I even told myself, I'm not leaving. Cause I saw you and I was about to I was about to bounce. Did you
1: did you know I was pretty on those shows? I didn't know I
0: did you do the shows. And I was like, dude, those shows are cool. Like the like the covers. Yeah. The rocks and the cover bands that come out. And I was like, dude, that was cool. I've seen me for it too. There you go. Get that money, boo boo. So I went there and I saw you there. And I'm like, okay, I saw I was about to bow. Cause I saw Alana and the kids. I was like, damn. And I was enjoying the I was enjoying the the show. I was right there. It was packed. And then I was like, you know what? I kind of like projected it out to the universe. I go. If this is going to happen, it's going to happen now. I'm going to stay here. And I looked at you and you're like, and you looked, I was like, and you're like, hold on, I'll be back Hold long. And then that's when, that's when it happened. Yeah,
1: my, my kids don't like you still. I know. That's fine. <laughs> they, they'll get over it. Julia I,
0: wanted I, to like beat me up. I know. You started to square up and <laughs> poof, I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I'm like, just hit me.
1: Just I, I also think that that's like to, to show them that things happen. Yeah. And, and sometimes you have to like, life is about forgiving. Yeah. And I didn't. I did it for you, you know. I did it for me, and I. I also. This is a good chance to show them. And um, just by a little bit of time you used, pour a little bit of love into the world.
0: Yeah, it's still surreal. real. Dude, like I'm like I'll, I'm in depth into your story, but then right now I just was like, Tim's here. We're doing the show. It's crazy. <laughs> After all this shit happened, it's just it's just nuts. So we're I'm gonna take a break. Thank you for the history lesson. Take, this is part one. If you guys still want to stick around, and, and I don't know if, what your time is.
1: Yeah, we can go to another one.
0: Okay. Um, this time we'll talk about, you know, we'll just get to some issues and some stuff. I know you want to talk about not just the history, but other stuff. Yeah, you know, so, we'll get into it. So we'll, we'll get into it. and uh, So, yeah. So this has been part one, you guys. Part two is coming up. We'll take a break. Uh, more with no cover president. Is that what, is it okay? Whatever. <laughs> you, have a, you have a lot of roles, dude. You have like a whole thing. I don't I mean, just you're a philanthropist.
1: You're uh, I, uh, I'm a man who loves men. I love it. it. I,
0: I remember, was, I forgot about that. I'm a man, man who loves uh, men who
1: love men. <laughs> I'm a man who loves women who love women. Oh, that, ultimate humanitarian.
0: Oh, Phil Amoroso, that was <laughs> fucking great, dude. I'm telling you, that needs to come back. We'll get it back. Okay, we will take a break. We we'll come back more with Tim Amoroso from the Red Light District Show and No Cover on the Isaac Guy Show.